Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of the Mayified Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about macros. So most people have heard of, you know, macronutrients or micronutrients, but a lot of people don't know what they are, what they consist of. So anything that you eat would be your macronutrients. So that would be carbs, fat, protein, that's everything you eat. So no matter what you eat, it's made up of one or more of those things. And then micronutrients are the vitamins, supplements, that kind of stuff. And so I'm going to go over carbs, fats, and protein today. I'm going to say what they are, about how much you should be eating of each, and then examples of, you know, the foods for each. So starting with carbs, uh, carbs would probably be the biggest part, or well, it should be the biggest part of your diet. About 45 to 60% of your diet is what carbs should be made out of. Again, it doesn't need to be exact or anything, but that's just the general, you know, average recommended. And it should be less than 10% of added sugar. So added sugar is actually something that we don't realize is in a lot of foods. So if you just look at the back of, like, if you look at the labels, look at the added sugars, you'll see how much there is. Like, it's in everything, pretty much store-bought, most things that are boxed, even things that you might think are healthy. For example, like yogurt, uh, you might think it's healthy, but there's a bunch of added sugars in it. Or protein bars, you really have to be careful with which ones you pick. Um... So yeah, you want to make sure it's less than 10% of added sugar. For me, because percentage is just kind of hard to put a number on. So for me, I just do less than 25 grams of added sugar a day. And that's just a lot easier for me to count, you know, if I'm eating something and then look at the portion. Okay, like if I eat this much, then it's 5 grams, right? So then I just keep track of that. Um, and then 14 grams per 1,000 calories should be fiber. What does carbs do for you? It provides you energy. It's an energy reserve. So you've probably heard, you know, oh, before you run away, run a race or have like a, if you ever did sports, have a competition, you should eat pasta the night before because of the energy. And so then carbs also provide fiber um, fiber contributes to your gut health. So fiber is honestly one of the most important things you can eat. It does, for some people, make them bloated. I know fiber does make me bloated, but it's really good for you and it's really good for your gut health. If you do want to change your gut health, then fiber is the number one way to do that by just eating more fiber. But of course, you still need a portion, you know, don't eat too, too much, but you shouldn't have to worry about that. Um, Fiber also lowers your cholesterol, reduces heart disease, reduces obesity. So it just, in general, helps with, you know, not getting all these diseases. You know, because food contributes to the diseases that people have, you know, because you eat a lot of food. And so food is what, you know, causes many of those things. Uh, Fiber also helps you maintain normal bowel function. 
it makes you feel full. So that's why I said don't really worry about how much you eat because your body will know when to stop. So let's say you eat a lot of fiber, then you'll feel full after you eat a good amount. And so your body's telling you when to stop. So as long as you know, when you feel full, you stop, then you'll be good. It also helps with weight loss and maintaining healthy weight. Uh, so that is a big thing because I know a lot of people want to lose weight or they're worried about their weight. Um, and so, yeah, just by eating a good amount of fiber will really help with that. And so carbs are broken down by three different things. They're broken down by starch, sugar, and fiber. So starch would be your grains, beans, peas, legumes, potatoes, that kind of stuff. That's starch. And then there's sugar. So this is the not so good one. Uh, you can have like added sugar, which would be, you know, candy, um, artificial sweeteners, stuff like that. But then there's good sugar. So like fruits, you know, that's natural sugar. So when I'm, when I eat fruits, I eat a lot of fruit. I don't count that as part of my sugar intake because that is natural. Of course, I still limit myself on that, but I just really count, you know, if I'm eating something else like that's not a fruit or vegetable, then I would count that, you know, things that come from a box or from a package. And then fiber would be grains, vegetables, legumes. Um, So basically like a vegetarian diet. And then what kind of foods are carbs? So carbs would be, you know, whole grains versus refined grains. So Instead of buying um, white bread, buying like whole grain bread or just things like that. Instead of having regular pasta, have whole grain pasta. Um, And then vegetables. So vegetables are carbs. Of course, that's the best one. Vegetables are, you know, the healthiest food out there, no matter what vegetable it is, really. Uh, Fruits are carbs. Um, So, for example... Some vegetables, would some really good ones would be like coliferous vegetables. So like broccoli, cauliflower, and then fruits, um, bananas, blueberries, apples, you know, the basics. Watermelon's really good too, actually. And then the next category of food, or of ma- macros, would be fats. So Fats typically are about 20 to 35% of your diet. Um, That's the recommended. And that should be less than 300 milligrams of cholesterol. So if you have too much cholesterol, then, you know, you'll get high cholesterol and no one wants that. And so really that's just like red meat is a lot of cholesterol. So if you just, you know, maybe... Only have red meat once a week, then you should be fine. Or maybe even twice a week. And then also, there'll be less than 10% of saturated fat. So there's good and bad fats. You know, there's the good fats would be polysaturated, monosaturated, and omega-3 or omega-6. So those are your good fats. And you can look at the back of a label to see if it has those. If it has those, then you don't need to worry about anything. But the bad ones, which are the common ones, 
would be saturated fats, trans fats, and that's pretty much it. So saturated fats would are like um they're solid. It's kind of like um coconut oil, dairy, those are saturated fats. Trans fats is anything processed. And so um those also increase your cholesterol. So when you're looking at labels in the back and it has a bunch of saturated and trans fats, then that contributes to the 300 milligrams of cholesterol I was just talking about. And so it's better to have less of those than more of those. So on the good fats, those actually lower your cholesterol. And so the polyunsaturated, the monosaturated, and the omega-3s and omega-6s, those lower your cholesterol. So if you're intaking the good fats, then those would provide you energy. They're also an energy reserve, just like the carbs. They nourish your skin and hair. They insulate your body, which means, you know, they keep you warm. Um, they protect your organs, and it makes you full. So some examples of fats would be the oils you cook with. So it could be coconut oil, olive oil, um, canola oil, whatever. Condiments, uh, which is like, you know, mayo, butter, margarine, dressings, dairy. So any dairy, you know, yogurt, butter, ice cream, that kind of stuff. Avocados, which is a healthy one. So avocados is your omega-3 fats and then nuts and seeds, which are also good. Healthier oils would be extra virgin olive oil so or coconut oil. Those are healthy. The other ones are not good fats um condiments again those aren't good fats of the worst one would be trans fats so trans fats would be you know chips and desserts the most of i mean there's other things too but those are the most popular ones so i would avoid those uh, when you can so examples of polyunsaturated fats would be Safflower seeds, sunflower seeds, sesame, soybean, um, and then the omegas would be, you know, seeds and fish or avocados. And then the monounsaturated would be, or monosa- yeah, monounsaturated would be avocado, canola, olive oil, uh, peanuts, nuts, so. And then we have our proteins. So proteins... That depends on, I mean, of course, everyone needs a general, you know, you need protein, but usually get it from what you eat, but you don't need extra protein unless you work out. So for example, if you just eat, you know, a normal diet, like if you have chicken a couple times a week, then you have enough protein. But if you do work out, you want some extra protein, um, definitely don't over- overdo it. That is a big problem. So um, that's usually about 10 to 35% of your diet, depending on how often you work out. So there's lean versus fatty proteins. So lean proteins would be like chicken, hemp seeds, uh, turkey, lean beef, you know. Um, hemp seeds, they go in, I put them in my salad. I'm sure you could use them for other things. You could put them in smoothies, I believe, but I just put them in my salad. And so that's like a plant-based protein. And then fatty proteins would be dairy, you know, red meats. Um, And so protein just helps with the growth and repair of your body. 
So that's especially if you work out, you know, you want a little extra. I don't suggest, you know, eating a bunch of protein bars because protein bars all have, or most of them have added sugar. Or if not, they have artificial sweeteners. So I do not recommend protein bars. If you do want extra protein that's not coming from your diet, then I would suggest a protein shake. The best kind of protein shakes would be the pea protein. So that's a plant-based protein. You can get it from, you know, H-E-B, Walmart, whatever grocery store. Um, or whey protein. So that's dairy-based. I wouldn't suggest all the other ones where it says, you know, oh, there's like 50 grams of protein. Like, that's not necessary. Um, it also regulates your hormones, it uh, has antibodies, helps with fluid balance, so protein's pretty good for you. Uh, you definitely need it in your diet, but again, with all of this, don't get too hung up on tracking, you know, unless you want to learn what you're eating, but be careful because you don't want to end up with an eating disorder or with body dysmorphia or just being too hard on yourself. I've gotten in that in the past where I would count calories or I was very strict with, oh, I can only have this and this. And I didn't like give myself grades if I messed up or I just like beat myself up. So definitely don't do that. But this is just a general, you know, to inform you. I honestly do not suggest tracking because it will be a hard habit to break. And it's just like really hard to eat out with friends and, you know, enjoy yourself if you go on vacation. Um, But just watch the ingredients you eat. So just look at uh, what's inside of it, look at what's um, like the fats, just kind of do a little overview. Like if before I buy something, I just kind of like just look at the label and then compare and, you know, look at the best one. I would suggest that. And then with eating out, just you can ask, you know, what's in this or the waiter might not know, but you could ask. I'm that person. It helps with, you know, wondering what you're eating and if you want to eat healthier, that this helped you out. You can follow my Instagram at MiaGrover with two R's. Email me at discoveratmiafi.com and I'll talk to y'all next week.